have you today and to just really be kicking off this podcast. This is the official launch. Holy cow. <laughs> I'm like freaking out a little bit right now. It's It's been a whirlwind. Yes. So here we go. It's crazy. (laughs) The amount of things that have happened. Gosh, it's just, it's wild, man. But if you have tuned in to our other um, videos that we've released before now, you kind of have an insight as to like what it is that we're talking about with the whirlwind of things that have happened. Yeah. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to those, we like highly recommend go back and, like, listen, not that we feel like it's going to, like, impact, like, how you'll hear, like, everything today, but it might give you a little bit more background, a little bit more context of, like, what in the world are they, what are they, what are they talking about? Like, yeah. a lot has changed. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah, so if you haven't listened to those, I mean, they're, it, it won't, it won't take you long. And no. then, and then you come back, but yeah, make sure you come back today. Like, yeah. This is exciting. Yeah. Like, yeah. woo, like, official launch day, like. Join the party. Like, we want you to be along the journey with us, basically. So. So exciting. I can't, I can't wait to just, like, have you all here and be a part of it and just, like, listen to what God is doing in our lives. And maybe Mm -hmm. along the way we'll be able to hear back from you and learn, like, what God's doing in yours as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we would absolutely, absolutely love that because I think sometimes we feel like, we feel like, like, okay, God, you're telling me to do something, but I don't really know, like, why. And so mm-hmm. if this does in some way, like, speak to you or minister to you or encourage you, like, we would absolutely love um, to hear from you. So I know we talked about this in our episode zero, but we do have an email that you guys can reach out to us personally. Um, that's altogether beautiful. 2021 at gmail.com but without further ado like yes let's go today is (laughs) valentine's day and we know that like a lot of weight comes with today whether you are in a relationship or not there is a lot of like um expectation serious pressure yeah 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 and it's it's a lot to own up to as a human to take on that kind of like responsibility so to Mm -hmm. say like in air quotes here I mean I mean I think I think like Valentine's Day has always been one of those days like even before social media was a thing Mm -hmm. I still think it was a day with like high pressure for like to be in a relationship or to have romance or like basically kind of meet the standard you know in our culture but I think it's even been amplified like tenfold Mm-hmm. with social media um you've not only do we just have one social media but we have I mean my gosh that I feel like there's always like another type of social media that's always mm-hmm. like coming out like first it was well first of all if you want to like get on our generation like the first one was MySpace okay mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the first one we were really into MySpace what was next was it it was Facebook Facebook mm-hmm. and then after that I it's Instagram Instagram and Twitter Twitter and the latest would be probably like somewhat Snapchat, TikTok, like yeah. that sort of stuff. And I'm and sure there's probably something we don't. Know there's about. probably something else that is out there, but I honestly like I don't I don't want to be part of it. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> there's too many now. So lots of pressure um, with Valentine's yeah. Day. We get it. So like it's in your face, like a yeah. lot. Yeah. And very overwhelming, especially yeah. for your heart. If you're seeing all of those things, it just like. As you're scrolling one good post after another, it's like your heart is just getting beaten down and more and more mm-hmm. and more. So, well, I also want to I also want to say sometimes what people are putting in their social media though, like on Valentine's Day, sometimes they will word it a certain way, like yeah, so and so might have might like they might have gotten you that, but you're like romanticizing the way like mm-hmm. your Valentine's Day went down. So mm-hmm. if you're if you're kind of like already in that funk on Valentine's Day and you're seeing all that like. Calm down. Some people, like, put on their social media, they word it much prettier than what it actually was like in real life. So, it's okay. It's okay. It's all good. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, goodness. But we do want to talk about the best kind of love, and that is God's love for us. Yeah. Um, And Taylor and I have spent some time really trying to spend time with Jesus and... um, asking him what he has to say on this topic. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of just trusting that God is speaking through us right now and what he yeah. wants you to hear for this and that his 
um, agenda for this mm-hmm. is fully known and yeah. not our own. So I feel like we were, and in, in some senses, I just want to be, I just want to be real with our audience or listeners. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's the word for that. We're yeah. not professionals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we were, I think we were kind of getting in our heads and kind of getting a little bit stressed out on like, how, how are we going to communicate this right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I, I think part of the reason why is because our love and our affection is so important and what we choose to love and what we choose to show our affection to in this life is super important and it's it's kind of the root of everything in in our lives so mm-hmm. i think i think maybe that's why we were feeling like oh, we just want to we just want to do this justice mm-hmm. um because really truly i mean every everything that we do our motivation a lot of times is attached to what our hearts are um attracted to but also the things that we love the things that the things that we're interested in Mm -hmm. so I think that's I think that's why we've felt a little bit like ooh, like Mm -hmm. we're I mean like first of all it's the first episode we're super super excited but also we're like man this is a this is a subject to like tackle yeah 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 Yeah. so um yeah and also like you'll find in our next episodes that a lot of those are kind of conversational um episodes where we're just talking about what God is teaching us and things that are, um, that we're passionate about. Whereas this episode was something where God really just laid it on our hearts as this is what I want it to be. And Mm -hmm. like, and I don't think that we were fully prepared for that. So it became... Oh, we're never prepared for it. Yeah. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) It became something that we had to become prepared for. So I don't know that we fully are, but God is, so that's yeah. all that matters. So anyways, um, so I guess as we've studied, Taylor, what is like, where do you want to start? Like what has stuck out to you with where we studied? Yeah, so I think I think we need to kind of try and kind of go off of a, let's start out in Song of Solomon. Mm-hmm. Let's kind of start there. And Song of Solomon is a very, very different compared to most of Scripture, as in the fact that this is more so. Uh, we're getting a glimpse into a human relationship, it was a real human relationship between mm-hmm. King Solomon and the Shulamite woman, mm-hmm. and she was a very common person. King Solomon, he was royalty in its finest form. I mean, everyone knew who King Solomon was. He was the wisest and the richest in his time. Um, so the Shulamite woman, like there was nothing striking, nothing spectacular about her. But I think there's something that can be really gathered from this. Like even though this is a human relationship, um, First Timothy, Timothy 3.16 says that all scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Song of Solomon is actually very much a reflection of... Christ's love for us. Yes, I because, agree. Yeah, because, I mean, Christ, like, Christ is referred to in Scripture multiple times as he's the groom and the church is the bride. If you weren't brought up in church, we're not talking about, like, the church as, like, your physical, like, building of a church that you gather in. But this is talking about all believers that say, like, yes, I, I, I believe in you, Jesus. I believe in what you've done for me, and now I'm following you. Mm-hmm. So we kind of want to draw out and point out the symbolism in Song of Solomon about this, yes, this is a human relationship, but also, like, let's let's keep in mind that Christ is the groom and we're his bride. Yes. If yes. that makes any sense. So, um, just to kind of, like, validate that, in 2 Corinthians 11, 2, it says, For I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy, because I have promised you in marriage to one husband to present um, a pure virgin to Christ. So that is just saying that we are God's bride or Christ's bride. Yeah. 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 So, um, one thing that we want to kind of tackle right off the bat is just like our insecurities and things that get in the way of us. Yeah. Um, accepting God's love or feeling like we're worthy of God's love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that can come in so many different forms. Um, it can be, uh, the jobs that we have, 
the the titles that we hold, mm-hmm. how we're not um, good at those things, or yeah. uh, things of our past, the choices that we've made, um, even like the way that we appear to the world. And, yeah. you know, when you walk into a church and you're not somebody that typically goes to church mm-hmm. or um, you just feel really insecure in that setting, it's kind of like you've already set an image as to who you are to the world. Like, what you've already made up in your mind the way that you appear. Mm-hmm. Um, but God's love is so much more than that and so much bigger than that that yeah. he... He doesn't see those things. He passes all of those things. And his love is so much greater than just that. Um, So there's a specific verse that we had talked about that really stuck out to us that kind of overshadows all of the insecurities and doubts that we have with um, God loving us. And it says, this is Romans eight thirty seven. It says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So we are, even with all of those insecurities and doubts and um decisions of your past like God oversees all of that and his love for you is still greater than all of that um I don't know I always like when I'm talking to people and they're like oh I'm too much for God or like (laughs) the decisions I've made are too much for him I'm like who are you to think that you are so high that God can't like overshadow those things like (laughs) I just kind of get this like I don't know. I'm like, do you really think that you're bigger than God, that your problems are bigger than God? Like, uh-huh. I don't know. I know that seems insensitive, but that's really how I think about it in my mind, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's like, I mean, <laughs> I, I, there's there's always this this phrase that I would always hear, and I still hear sometimes, like, today um, in church, like, oh, well, if I walk in the church, it'll get struck with lightning, you know, yeah. like that, that whole phrase, <laughs> yeah. kind of like that sort of thing. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, like, let's just, let's just go ahead wipe that away mm-hmm. and let's start with a clean slate because yes. essentially that's what scripture has told us is mm-hmm. that first of all like god is love he is the originator of love in the purest sense not in the human form that we know of love because mm-hmm. i think we were talking about earlier like how like his love is not like a controlling love yeah. or like a hyper possessive love in in a controlling sense mm-hmm. um it is a devoted love and it's not selfish either. Yeah. And it over, and it's not, it's not an anxious love either because I think some people like can be somewhat of that anxious love. Like I love you. Do you, do you love me? Do you yeah. love me? Do you love uh-huh. me? Do you love me? And like, get kind of like, oh my gosh. Like, it makes super it, clingy. Yes. Yes. Like it's a, not a clingy sort of love, but this is a very devoted love Yeah, and it's a perfect love. So we need to like basically start off with like whole clean slate of what we feel like love really truly is Mm -hmm. but then also start with the clean slate of how we're viewing ourselves like oh god cannot love me and yeah you know like i you know like i've done a lot Mm -hmm. or i like know my level of crazy inside my brain Mm -hmm. because like if y'all know me like i am next level crazy sometimes so (laughs) i mean but he he loves me but also like while i can say like i can be next level crazy (laughs) like (laughs) I also feel like God made me with some great intentionality and for sure. And like he, he made me that way and he loves me the way that I am. So I think that's something to bring in. (laughs) Let's like, let's challenge you. Like if you are on the other side of this right now and you're listening to this and you feel like you fall into that category where you think that you are not worthy of God's love or you're undeserving of God's love. How about we challenge you to completely wipe that slate clean and just come to him with an open mind. You don't even yeah. have to tell anybody about yeah. it. You can do this in secret with him. Just like, just wipe that slate clean, start spending time with him and getting to know his character, mm-hmm. who he is and what he says about you and allowing that relationship to 
grow and you don't like I said if you're not comfortable Mm -hmm. with it you don't have to share it with the world yet but I will say that coming alongside people who have a relationship with Jesus can help you to grow in even deeper intimacy with him so they can speak things into your life that will help you to grow but if you're not there yet if you feel embarrassed Mm -hmm. or ashamed then you can do this in secret so Let's start with that. Like, let's wipe the slate clean. Now let's have like a perf- a fresh perspective. Yeah, of like like who let's God like let's stop that internal like dialogue of like I really don't feel like God loves me in that way, or I don't I, I like mm, like or or say if we're on the side of the fence of I don't think I can understand this concept. Like, let's just let's just have open minds, open hearts toward that. I guess yeah is yeah. what we're getting at. So. I agree. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we spent a lot of time in Song of Songs, like, kind of, um, studying this to figure out, like, what, what God says about love, because Mm -hmm. even though this, like Taylor had already mentioned, even though this is, um, a husband and a wife and not really something that God spoke himself, Mm -hmm. this is a depiction of God's love for us. And this is essentially the the beginning of Song of Solomon's, once again, we kind of mentioned this, this is... King Solomon, royalty in every sense of the word, and between a common Shulamite working class woman, nothing really, quote unquote, extraordinary about her in the Mm -hmm. cultural context at the time, and the beginning of it is kind of like they're getting ready to be married, and it's the progression of this husband, wife... In, in the same sense, we want to keep in, in mind that we are Christ's bride. Mm-hmm. He is our groom. So mm-hmm. let's keep that in our minds in this symbolic kind of way. So, mm-hmm. so um, one thing that we had seen is in Song of Solomon, or Song of Songs, depending where you look. Yeah. Um, eight, six through seven, it says, Set me as a seal on your heart, as a seal on your arm, for love is as strong as death. Jealousy is as unrelenting as Sheol. Love's flames are fiery flames, an almighty flame. A huge torrent cannot extinguish love. Rivers cannot sweep it away. If a man were to give all his wealth for love, it would be utterly scorned. So, Taylor, what do you what do you think of in relation to our relationship with God in this verse? I mean, that is really truly talking about like the human context of love. Mm-hmm. Once again, because this is talking about a human relationship right here. Mm-hmm. So if human level love can be that intense, that powerful, let's think about it on the perfection level of Christ's love for us. Mm-hmm. Um, something that we're going to be going through in the podcast is that, yes, we're going to talk about Jesus Christ a lot. But we're also going to be talking about God the Father and the Holy Spirit. But mm-hmm. while all three of them have different roles, they are all equally divine. So, yes, they are all God in one sense. But so talking about like how there's a scripture that talks about how God is love. Mm-hmm. And when it's talking about God is love, that's talking about how God created love and everything about him is what we derive, like, our human context of love. So, going back to Song of Solomon, in that chapter 8, how love in a human sense is that beautiful, it's that intense, and it's how love is such a strong thing to experience on a human level. Think about what that is in the perfection of love. Yeah, just, like, yeah. intensify those verses yes. in the perfection of God's love. Yes, like, yes. it's nothing that you do or anything can strip God's love from you. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the point for that. Yeah, it was kind of like one of those brain things. I'm like, okay, that's a beautiful verse, but, like, how much more? how much more is God's love right. than this human relationship that mm-hmm. we're kind of, like, getting a glimpse into? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I guess I kind of, if you can think of something, 
is there like a specific time in your life where you felt like God's love for you was just so evident in your life? Like, is there a specific situation, scenario, testimony? Whoa, that was on the spot. I know, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's good, it's good. I mean, like, right right now. (laughs) Can I, can I just be really serious? Like, like right (laughs) now, because there was, and I don't want to say even just like right now, but I mean, even like the last few weeks, the last few months that like, I was really going through it. And Mm -hmm. there was a time where I was really, um, kind of doubting God's intentions for me and doubting his love for me Mm -hmm. in a sense where I was going through a lot of things that I, I, I mean, I really was like, okay, like, if you love me, then why am I experiencing this? And it didn't really exactly seem fair to me. But through all of that, God still continued to reach to me. Um, and I would say that that was happening through a lot of my friendships, also through scripture, and also through, like, randomly, like, someone would be like, hey, like, I'm thinking of you, and I'm praying for you, or like, hey, like, you make a difference to me. And it was little things like that when I was in that really, really down season where like, I felt like God was still just like, Hey, I know you're questioning me, but I'm like, I'm still reaching to you. Mm -hmm. And like, it was, it was kind of in a sense where like, I was, I was really having a hard time like with where I was with God. And if I really like, does are his intentions for me like really actually good and I was having all those thoughts going on but yet he continued to speak to me he didn't ever stop speaking to me but mm-hmm. then also we fast forward a little bit where God's kind of brought me out of that and it's like yeah you had all those thoughts towards me but guess what like I'm ready I'm ready to use you as um one of my several mouthpieces basically right now mm-hmm. does that make sense like yeah. where it's, I was kind of like I was I was, I was not where I should be mm-hmm. with the Lord. And I was really, I, I will say this, I feel like I was kind of really disrespectful mm-hmm. toward God in a lot of ways in my thinking, whether or not I was saying it with my mouth, my, my thoughts were, were saying that. And he just, he met me where I was and like, kind of like flipped my thinking around mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, okay, well, now I, I, I'm still going to use you, but I'm going to use you in other ways. And in a lot of ways, I feel like I'm so unworthy mm-hmm. of that. And here we are. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's like a yeah, very, very like in, in a weird way. It's kind of it's like a I'm unworthy and I kind of like I kind of like fell back. Mm-hmm. But he brought me back and he's also like allowing me to see like new and awesome things. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not only did he bring me back to where I was, but like I'm also more in in love with who he is and how he still chooses me over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's really cool. Well, um, thanks for sharing. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I yeah, put you on the spot, no, it's but... <laughs> good. It's good. Um, yeah. I mean, I think whether we see it or not, there's probably times in our lives where God has shown us his love and don't miss it. Mm-hmm. Like don't, don't let it just wash over your head. Like mm-hmm. be, I don't know, just look into your past and see where things have just magically aligned. And mm-hmm. like, that was probably God. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I I mean, even in my own life, like, I had spent time, like, contending for something specific and, like, just praying for it over and over and asking God for it. Like, this, I know, is something that you want for me because it's something that's, I'm not giving you details, but right. it's something that God has spoken in his Bible that he wants for me mm-hmm. or spoken in his word that he wants for me. Um and so I was kind of praying and contending for it and not understanding why I hadn't received it mm-hmm. and just being confused and frustrated. And then, um, like, I know you love me, God, so why haven't you given it to me yet? Right, right. And I know this is what you want for me, so why haven't you given it to me mm-hmm. yet? 
and then to now be on the other end of it where things have played out and seen the, like, what's the word? Just, like, the intensity of how quickly everything has panned out. Oh, yeah. Is something, <laughs> like, I even had a moment in my t- in that time of contending and praying where I was like, this is something that's going to happen to happen over a very long period of time. There's no other way for this to happen. Mm -hmm. And then God was like, oh, you just watch. Like, (laughs) he, he like, ended up answering it in, like, a moment. Mm -hmm. Overnight, things changed. And, like, over the past, like, month or two, things have just totally been thrown around and flipped upside down, but in the very best way possible. So his love for me never failed. He knew what he was doing. And Mm -hmm. this kind of reminds me of... The verse where it says, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Yeah. So he is thinking of you with every decision that he makes. He hasn't forgotten you. Like, when you write something on the palm of your hand, that's there to remind you mm-hmm. to do something. Which so, we'll, we'll dive into that a little more, bit more yeah. later in, in future episodes. We're really yeah. excited about that one. <laughs> yeah, that's probably one of our favorites so far. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so he's thinking of you with every decision that he makes. So his love for you is not forgotten. Like, you are not forgotten. He's still thinking of you and every move that he's making right now is in preparation for what's to come and so if you are single Mm -hmm. or if you're frustrated with your spouse like he's making moves that you don't see and he's preparing you for what's coming next so be ready and like (laughs) this also reminds me like what are you doing in the meantime to make sure that you are seeking him and falling mm-hmm. more and more in love with God because he is your first love. Yeah. So are you are you seeking him in relationship with him? Are you trying to seek understanding of who he is? Um and I don't want this to sound like a checklist that you need no, to complete. Like no. go read your Bible, go pray every day. But those are I think things... we've had a, I think we've had enough to-do lists and checklists where like we feel like we're any more of a checklist because I we I feel like we all live in very very busy lives so and I feel like when it comes to our spiritual life it should not feel like it's a to do list yeah. or a checklist and I think it's something with like okay like let's say human context of a relationship with somebody like I don't feel like I should treat my relationship with you as my friend as a to-do list or a checklist. Mm -hmm. Also, same thing, like, I am married. I feel like spending time with my husband and getting to know him should never feel like it's a something to cross off on my list. Exactly. And I think sometimes we approach God in that sense, like, this is a, this is a to-do list that this is what I'm supposed to do. Rather so, than this is something I want to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if I if I were, like, okay, let's say, like, me and you and our friendship, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know that I am getting to know you or I'm trying to get to know you or I'm talking to you or I'm listening to you because I feel like that is required of me, mm-hmm. like, how would that make you feel as, like, friendship? Do you feel like that's, like, a genuine relationship, a real relationship? No. or Yeah. It's like, oh, you're just trying to like do that so that you can say you're being my friend but really it's like an obligation yeah it's versus like a desire to know you yes and I think that's what God always like that's what that's if we if we think of that how we feel in that human context let's think about how when we come to God like are we doing the same thing Mm -hmm. are we doing it out of obligation because we feel like it's something we should do versus like I want to know, I want to know his heart. I want to know his character. Mm -hmm. But also, like, I feel like sometimes it could be in a different context. Like, Mm -hmm. what can I get out of this? Like, if I go to him and I seek him first, what can I get out of this? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And Mm -hmm. love is not selfish. It's not supposed to be selfish. It's supposed to be, like, devoting your time and energy to them no matter what you get in return, you Mm -hmm. know? So, um... I think you had a really good point in scripture. I think it was like a, um, well, it wasn't, it was like kind of going throughout. Like if you like read through Song of Solomon, how that relationship started and then over time it changed. Mm-hmm. Like how. The one... progression of how she talked about it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So in, um, in Song of Songs, it, it talks about her, pers- her um, the progression of 
the way that she refers to her beloved or whatever. So it says, uh, so before the wedding, she refers to it as my love is mine and I am his. So it's like, it's a possession. Mm -hmm. Um, and then right after the wedding, it is, I am my loves and my love is mine. So it's still a possession, but now she's putting him first Mm -hmm. and then herself. And then much later it's, it goes down to just his desire is for me. Um, so security didn't come from possession of her groom, but from his devoted love for her. Mm -hmm. And in so many ways, like that is really, truly like, I feel like a lot of us, when we, when we first start like believing in Christ and we come to him and we believe in him a lot of times, and I'm not saying that this is like quote unquote, like wrong. This is how a lot of us, like, this is how our, our journey in faith starts. Like, oh my goodness, like Jesus, like I need you to like fix me, fix my life. Like a lot of times we do come to Jesus that way, mm-hmm. but also as we continue, like our relationship with Jesus matures. And so like our mind starts to change mm-hmm. like on like how this relationship goes. And this isn't, once again, this isn't like a to-do list, but I think naturally as our relationship with Jesus does mature and it ju- it does go forward it's like, yes, we come to him like, Lord, I need you to fix me because I am a broken mess for mm-hmm. sure. But then over time, it's like, you know what? I, I am, I am his vessel mm-hmm. and I am here to do what, what God wants me to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you want to kind of expound on that or yeah. if there's any other thoughts that you had on that. No. Yeah, I agree. Um, it kind of over time, like your perspective of your relationship with Jesus as you continue to get to know who he is and you continue to grow your love for him and see the amount of love that he has for you, your idea of what love looks like can change. Yeah. yeah. And not to say that, like, you can't just come to Jesus in a moment and things change overnight because I've seen it happen. But <laughs> for real, like literally, like, yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't always happen that way. So if you're yeah. sitting in the waiting, there's something in this that I um, had noticed in our study that like kept coming back to me. And it was actually written three times throughout Song of Songs, mm-hmm. where it says, do not stir up or awaken love until the appropriate time. So even though that can take it, be taken in a very literal context of mm-hmm. like our human lives, yeah, for sure. um, we're waiting for the right one or the appropriate time to Like you don't want to rush into it. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. relationship. I think it could be an even deeper meaning on the side of our love with Christ. If you want to mm-hmm. explain that. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, I think if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, well, I feel like I'm at this point where like I've come to Jesus or I've come to, you know, like I've, I've come to this place in my faith where like, like I, I really just need you to repair my life. Like, and you're like, oh, well, I I don't know if I'm at this level of where like I'm just in love with Jesus and what he's speaking over me. And I'm just in love with the character of who he is. Like, you can feel like, oh, I'm not there yet, but that's something that, like, okay, let, like, let's talk about, let's talk about, because this is how my brain works. Sometimes I have to break it down in my human experience to understand the spiritual experience. Yeah. Uh, so we're just going to break this down. So when I was dating my now husband, like when we were dating, I had started the relationship with certain expectations. Like, I really hope that this turns into marriage at some point, someday. But I didn't really, like, we weren't close. We didn't know each other intimately. And there were a lot of things that I guess I hoped he would have certain characteristics about him, but I wouldn't see those things until I really got to know him over time. Mm -hmm. So I think if we really... So fast forward... We've been together for some time now, and there are certain things that I've discovered about him. Yeah, there's, I mean, we're human, so there's going to be things that he's discovered about me and things yeah. I've discovered about him. Like, 
that's not your that's not your best characteristic, <laughs> but it's there. It's that's you. But um, <laughs> but there's also things as I've spent more time getting to know him, and just time in the relationship and time really just trying to discover who he is that I've seen some really beautiful parts of him that I didn't see years ago but Mm -hmm. that didn't come like an overnight thing that came over time Mm -hmm. and I think that's something too where I think we need to keep in mind that like we will as we spend more time with the Lord and we spend more time discovering Jesus that we're going to fall in love with him and so, like, we don't need to be, we don't need to have this pressure of, like, well, I don't love Jesus like so-and-so loves Jesus. I don't feel like we need to have that intense, like, I need to be right there right now. Like, yeah. this this takes time. So we don't want you to feel this pressure of, like, fall in love with Jesus, know him, love every part of him, and you got to be there, like, right now. Right. Like, you know, we don't want you to feel that way. But it, t- it does take time. It takes time. Mm-hmm. N- maybe not the same timeline for everyone. Maybe not the same timeline for everyone. Maybe, like, for you, I mean, you know somebody. It was, like, an instant overnight, like, oh, my gosh, like, wow, Jesus, you're good. Like, wow, God, you're good, and I'm in love with you. So. Yeah, yeah. It's it's different for everyone. So there's, like, no no pressure on a mm-hmm. timeline there. I think mm-hmm. everyone's trying to put a timeline on, I need to have, like, everyone's always doing a five-year plan. I want to be here to here, like, five-year plan. But, like, Rachel, do you, I would, I would love it if you would share... Like, uh, we kind of talked about, like, you know, like, I consider myself, like, I've, I be- I've believed in Jesus for this long, mm-hmm. right? But, like, when was it that you really started to feel, like, timeline-wise, like, yeah, like, where you really started to fall in love, like, with Jesus, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense? Yeah. So, I grew up in church, and it's, like, I've known Jesus all my life, and I've loved him all my life, but, like... Just as of the last few years, I feel like there's this deeper desire to know him more and to love right. him more and to um, experience more of who he is and mm-hmm. have a better understanding of who he is. So it's become a desire of my own heart to seek him more and to understand him more. But also in that, it's like revealed more of who he is. And so every day, I feel like I'm just... As he reveals more and more of himself to me, I'm becoming more and more in love with him. But that comes from obedience to him and what he's asking me to do. Yeah. It comes from, like, the faith that I have in him and what he will do he hasn't done yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it just comes... There's so many factors that I feel like play into your relationship because it is a relationship. Like Taylor was saying, it's something that's built over time. It's not an overnight thing. And while I do believe that things can change overnight, I think it's proven that the older you get and the more time you spent here on earth, you become more wise about Mm -hmm. life in general. So Mm -hmm. I believe it to be true with your relationship with Jesus is like the more time that you spend with him and getting to know him and trusting him and believing in him, then you'll grow deeper and deeper in love with him. Um, But to to play on also, like, not discounting the abilities of God and who he is. I also, like, I had a good love and a deep love for Jesus, but not to the extent of what I'm aware of now. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, um, a month or two ago, I had a very, you know, if I describe it in real life, it sounds very strange and very odd to, okay. to believers and non-believers. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like I had a very intimate moment with God where I was just envisioning him as my spouse and, like, allowing myself to love him and him love me as we were husband and wife. And, like, just sitting in probably 10 to 15 minutes of, with my eyes closed and just intimacy with him, like, um, just, like... In the way that we interacted and loved each other. I don't know. It was just... It felt like a husband and a wife in those 10 to 15 minutes. But I think that's really something that's, like... After that, it's also, like... Ever since that happened, Mm -hmm. everything has changed. And everything has been so much deeper 
mm-hmm. and richer since then. Yeah. So even if you don't have a love for Jesus, mm-hmm. or if you're not there yet, I think you can have those moments with him where you oh, just come sure. to him. What were you going to sure. say? No, and I, but I think, I think it's like, I know you're saying like, you know, that might have felt like a really like weird moment or maybe it might sound weird to a non-believer or like an, or a believer mm-hmm. that like it was this way, but I feel like that was like something that was like, there is, there is that to me seemed more like confirmation of what we've already read in scripture. Yeah. How we are referred to as believers as his bride mm-hmm. and yeah. he is our spouse. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is really, truly our spouse. And I think that's something that like, for a long time, I didn't really understand that concept. I really didn't, and I really struggled with that. But as his bride, as believers, like we are, like we're not, we're not at the full point where we're having like, we're not at the wedding yet. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We're still, in a sense, we are preparing, and we're getting closer and closer and closer to when that happens. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you want to, yeah, he go into that so... a little bit more. I mean, we've talked about how he's inscribed us on the palms of his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Song of Songs, it also talks about, um, I mean, again, it's in the sense of a husband and a wife. But if we're thinking of ourselves in the context of Christ and us, then um, he asks us to um, put us as a seal, on, or him as a seal mm-hmm. on our heart. Yeah, And so he has inscribed us on the palms of of his hands and now he's asking us to put him as the seal on our heart and then he also asks us in um proverbs 4:23 to guard our hearts because it mm-hmm. is where life comes from yeah and so if we can put god's love for us first and foremost before the love of people on earth mm-hmm. then and guard that relationship with him mm-hmm. and guard our hearts from the world, Yeah, then we can have this even deeper understanding of life, deeper understanding of our relationships here on earth with our husbands, our wives, our friends, mm-hmm. our family members, whoever it may be. I feel like if we can, we can put him first and seek him first in our love, like a real intimate love and getting to know him, then that'll just be an overflow in our life in every other scenario. So to break that down in like a very, very basic, basic form, it's like we want to give God our full affection and our whole heart first. And then everything else kind of falls in place. From there. From there, from there on out. Because if I always have him as first and foremost on my heart and in my mind then essentially I'm gonna like the the chain reaction is is that I will be guarded against things that aren't good for me to think about Mm -hmm. like because then because if I'm if I keep what his thoughts are and what his heart and his intentions are on the forefront of my mind and as a seal on my heart that all of the negative thoughts that can come in of like I'm unworthy I've done this, I've done whatever, da, 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 whatever. Like, all of that, if I'm always keeping that in the forefront of my mind, I will never think those thoughts. Mm-hmm. And in a sense, it can literally change you from the inside out, like mentally, mm-hmm. what you think and what you keep in your mind. Or even, like, for myself, maybe you can relate to this, but, yeah. like, in the moments where those thoughts do pop into my mind, you they still it. happen, yeah, yeah but yeah. I can quickly silence it and correct it because I know the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like that's yeah. the same for you? Yeah, I mean, because those thoughts, and and I feel like, and it's just recently, because you had kind of, like, asked, like, how, like, how have you felt, like, God's love for you recently? Mm-hmm. And, like, part of me feels like so many of, like, the mental chains have, like, literally fallen off my mind. Mm-hmm. In a sense, like, there was a part of me that, like, stopped dreaming. Mm-hmm. There's a part of me that, like felt like my best days were behind me Mm -hmm. and like all of these negative thoughts were just like getting in there Mm -hmm. and like I like it was all in some senses it was in some sense like an instant where like all of a sudden God's like no 
Like, stop. Like, your best days are ahead of you because I'm still working things out through Mm -hmm. you and I'm transforming you from the inside out. And part of that, I think a lot of times we're always saying, oh, yeah, he's transforming us. He's renewing us with our minds, like, every single day. And, you know, I've been made new. Like, I'm a new creation in him. But it's like, I think so much of me was like, I felt like he's transforming my actions Mm -hmm. versus, like, no... He's changing the way, like, you think. Mm-hmm. And I think we're always trying to... It was something that you mentioned the other day. We're always trying to change everything on the exterior first. All mm-hmm. of our actions on the exterior first. Rather than what God is speaking to your heart. And then your mind. Mm-hmm. And then everything else follows mm-hmm. as a chain reaction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, I do want to say before we close out that, like, um, we have done a lot of studying on this and there is a lot of content that we weren't able to touch on but that we felt like God um offered to us in studying his love for us yeah so if you have any questions or deeper like want deeper thoughts on what we had studied and Mm -hmm. learned then please just reach out to us through our email that we had mentioned before and if um you want to know more or you have questions please just email us i'll mm-hmm. say it again it's altogether beautiful 2021 at gmail.com taylor do you have anything you want to add to that no other than there was before before we head out yeah. there was there was one portion of scripture and song of solomon or song of songs depending on what version of mm-hmm. the bible that you have and it was it was like in the chapter five where it was talking about how the groom was knocking. Oh, yeah. The groom mm-hmm. was knocking, and she had either fallen asleep or she had a dream. There's something along those lines where she had fallen asleep. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share um, kind of what was going on right there? And sure. how, how or, or I can. Yeah. I can. I just didn't know. If you no, it doesn't it. matter. Yeah. Um, I'll share, I guess, a little bit of my part, and then you can yours. Yeah. But, like... Yeah. Uh, she had fallen asleep and her, her love was knocking at the door. God mm-hmm. was knocking at the door. We've mm-hmm. fallen asleep. Like, this is probably intended a little bit more for the already believer. Yeah, yeah. But um, maybe you've fallen asleep and you've forgotten how deep his love is for you. Or what um, having relationship with him feels and looks like. Mm-hmm. So, um, us... Maybe we've just fallen asleep, and he's just, he hasn't left. Like It's not like he's, like, not loving you anymore. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's waiting for you to come back to him. Yeah. Yeah. What were you, let's say. And I, well, and so in, when she's in that portion, it's talking about how she had this, like, mental kind of battle, like, do I, do I open the door now? Like, she's kind of, like, delaying. She's kind of delaying, and she's like, oh, do I? And then she goes to open the door, but he's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? The good thing is, is that that's not how it is with Christ. Like, yeah. he's still waiting, but I don't want, I don't want to live my life with regret that I delayed on opening that door. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, in some senses, I think this could also relate to the unbeliever too. It's like, he is knocking and he's calling yeah, to you. that's true. You yeah. know? And you could have all of these questions. Like, I don't understand how I could have a love in a relationship with somebody I can't see with my eyes, mm-hmm. but he's still calling to you and he's still knocking to you and he's inviting you to what freedom is like and what beauty and full color like life can be when you live with him. Mm-hmm. And he's inviting you to that. And if you are a believer, you know, like maybe we've kind of fallen out of love with him. Like he's still knocking and like you can still walk in that fullness just living life with him and being totally and completely in love with Jesus. And I guess what that delay is, is like, you know, we can spend time thinking about what are we going to do. But I feel like if we could fast forward our lives and look back in hindsight, we would not ever regret opening that door right right now to Jesus. Like we would never, never, ever regret that. And I feel like if we look back in hindsight, say if we do choose to delay you know, moving forward in this relationship with Jesus or getting closer to Jesus, growing in intimacy with Jesus. Like, I feel like we would look back with 
a little bit of regret the time mm-hmm. that we delayed saying yes to him. I agree. That makes any that sense. That was very beautifully put and said. I appreciate you sharing that. That was Jesus, not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for real, though. Oh, I, man. Uh, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, it's like, that was not me. <laughs> I don't know how that got there. <laughs> well, I mean... I, I know you guys have maybe, if you've, if you've gone back on a couple of our videos or, like, our episode zero, like, when you're just getting to know us, like, I think you might have a little bit of a glimpse of who we are, but, like, my gosh, when we came here together, like, today to record this, like, we're squirrel brain. Like, mm-hmm. it's like a pinball machine. Ping, 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 dunk, 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 ping, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's us, and but I feel like... <laughs> Do you like that? Do you like that analogy? I just, yeah, I just instantly got this picture of Scott turning that into something that. Oh my gosh, she's done that to us before. Uh, Scott is her husband. If you haven't known that already, and he does a lot of like sound and music stuff, so I can just imagine him changing that into something. (laughs) Well, because actually, speaking of that, our little like I don't want to say our jingle, but it's kind of like the music, like as our podcast is starting. Yeah. He he already's done that to us before. Um. Uh So so yeah. So that was like a different song that we recorded and he kind of changed it into a different version so that's that's kind of yeah. some, some of scott's whatever but then there's this also this other one yeah it's another story for another day but yeah. it was something stupid we had done and he changed it into something else i'm like really really <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, man. But, today is, yeah. is good and i i'm thankful that god is speaking for us because yeah. oh he knows. I ain't got it in me sometimes. Well, so. not to mention, right before we're getting to record this one, like, we just want to invite you into this conversation, invite you into the realness of our world. Like, you had a horrible headache starting, like, yeah. right, right before mm-hmm. this. I woke up with a horrible headache, and I was, like, almost like, dude, I don't think we can record today. Like, yeah. I do not feel good today. Yeah. But here we are. God had other plans. I know. And it just reminds <laughs> me of how he always, like, gives beauty from our ashes. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's yeah. very true. He makes us all together beautiful. Oh. <laughs> okay. With that said, now now you guys are like, when are they ever gonna yeah. stop? They're so weird. Yeah. yeah, I know I'm weird. Um, Rachel. So next next week it's gonna be different because I mean this week we released on Valentine's Day. Yeah. So yeah. next episode is coming at you when on Mondays. Next Monday. So yeah, next. Not month. tomorrow. No, no. But, like, a week from tomorrow. So, like, eight eight days, right? Yeah. Is that how many days? <laughs> is it full seven? Who whatever, whatever. Whatever so it is. It's, it's, it's not tomorrow, but yes. next Monday. Yes, next Monday. Be looking out for our next episode. It will be, let me, let me see. It'll be February 22nd will be our next episode. So. Well, that is it for this episode of All Together Beautiful. Thanks for joining us. My name is Taylor. And I'm Rachel. And we'll see you next time.